You're listening to the 411 on Mousecapades Radio. It's my station. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Matt and Rebecca. We pray that you're staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 839, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text Rebecca, Vicky, or me, Matt, for a free quote at 636-373-4497. So, listeners, last week, one of our listeners, Sarah from Texas, reached out to us, and she's going to take a Disney World trip in November. And she wanted to know about some unique things that you can do at Disney that other people may know about that she doesn't or just in general unique. So I just told my friends, Rebecca and Matt, to think of some things. We may overlap. We may not. We may have not done these things. They may be on our bucket list as well. So um, Sarah, I hope this helps. And I hope it helps a lot of people, actually, because I really had to think and my family was helping me think of things, too. So. Who wants to go first? I can go first. Well, I was kind of the same way that you are, Vicki. When you first said it, I was like, gosh, I don't think I know very many. And then I started thinking about it and I have this whole great big list. Um, but my one of my number ones is to go resort hopping. Um, you, If you are staying on property, you can go to other Disney resorts. And my two favorites are... The Animal Lodge, so that you can see the safari animals. And also, if you go um, when it's not a very crowded time, um, the the guides out there will answer questions. I know this time when we went, we actually met Vicki and Brad at the Animal Lodge because they were staying there. But before uh, Vicki came down to meet us, um, the the man that was out there um answering questions he was just a vast amount he had a vast amount of knowledge about the animals that were out there so it was really cool and then my second favorite is uh to go see the horses at wilderness because they're very beautiful horses and you can see cinderella's ca- um, carriage there so those are some fun things to do that don't cost you any money i'm going to piggyback on that while you're at it you can also ride the horses Ooh. you need to make an appointment to do that And then the other thing that I thought of, it is $55, but it's for four people is to take a carriage ride either at the wilderness where you were talking about seeing the horses, or you can take it at Port of Orleans Riverside. And I recently had a client do that. She knew to do it at sunset, which is pretty amazing. So these are just some cool thing now that they're not free to do the carriage, obviously, but really I didn't think $55 was bad because they charged that down on Main Street here in our town. I don't think that's bad at all. Yeah. And I thought, what a cool experience to do with a family now. It's a, you can only do four in the carriage at a time, but you know, hopefully that'll work out. Maybe you can trade off if you have more than four people. Have you ever done that, Matt? I have not done that. Not a big horse person. Well, no, and that's (laughs) fine. I just didn't know if you had, are you saving it for when you do your honey trip? 
Yeah, no, that'd be a good, good thing to do for that. I like when it's seasonal and they have like the sleigh rides. That would be like double doubling down. I would be down for something like that. So what you got on your list? I've got a huge list, so I don't even know where to start. Um, you said that the listeners, uh, her first suggestion was like doing the cutout silhouettes. That's one of my like favorite treasures I have is of my boys with their silhouettes. That's a lot of people know about that, but that's still one that's like a time, a time safe, <clears throat> a time keep. That's what I meant to say. Uh, but one that's on the top of my list is I want to do one of the fishing excursions. Hmm. You can fish there in the Seven Seas Lagoon, or they have one where you, like, you can fish inside Epcot. And you should go for like largemouth bass. That's something uh, I definitely want to do that I have not. You have to catch and release. Yeah, that's fine. That's most of the fishing I do. I'm anyway. really sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Like, I want to cook them. You go yeah, well if you had a villa, then like you know, I guess you could do that. But <laughs> since you're talking, you were talking about boats, so I'm going to tag on yours. Uh, this is on our list to do. We actually thought about it last October, but I think time just got away from us. But to rent the pontoon boat when it's time for the fireworks. Yes, yes. Yeah, four hundred dollars. Um, and you can do it at Epcot or Magic Kingdom. Obviously, it's not in Magic Kingdom. You actually go into Epcot. You go into the middle of the World Showcase or on the sides of it or whatever. But it's $400. You can take 10 people. And I believe you have soda and water, if I'm not mistaken. And you, I'm 99% sure because we were going to do it from uh, Brad's birthday. You can bring like a cooler if you want to with like snacks and stuff. That would be awesome. That would be very fun. Well, I had never really saw anybody do it, but this last, when we went on our uh, no parks trip, I'm putting in quotations because I did go in the park. We were sitting watching the fireworks from the Grand Floridian Beach, and we literally watched them take out like 10 pontoon boats. It was They like put them all in a row and they just follow after each other and they go, obviously they have a captain. Mm-hmm. It's you and, ten, uh, you and nine of your friends and a captain. Nice. But it looked like a lot of fun. Well, I can piggyback off of that one, Vicki. Seeing the fireworks from lots of different locations is fun. Um, the beach there um, at the Grand Floridian, um, the Contemporary Polynesian, there's several different places that you can go to see the fireworks and just get a different view. Um, one of my, or my son is not real crazy about the loud noises and the um, the really big crowd. Um, at the Magic Kingdom. So we like to do the fireworks that way. I'll, I'll piggyback off that because that's what I had on my list was watch fireworks from Tomorrowland over by the refreshment center where they have like the steamship that can steam you steam. when you know, mm-hmm. it's real hot. It's, there's no one ever is back there at fireworks time. You get a great perspective. And like I said, there's no crowd. Uh, it's a different perspective, like we said, It's which is always good. Yeah, I watched it from the middle of the street between small world and Peter Pan's flight. And I would say the same thing. And something that I didn't know, this is nothing to do for something for you to do, but it's just fun to see is I did not realize that they had sprinklers on the roofs of all those buildings back there because of the fireworks. Yep. And you can watch them being sprayed. I remember coming off of rides and be like, did it rain? And then they're like, no, it's the sprinklers. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, I got so many good ones. Uh, let's see here. The barbershop, getting a haircut at Harmony Barbershop on Main Street. That's a classic thing. Or if you got little ones and they haven't had the first haircut, I did that with my oldest. Mm-hmm. His first haircut was at his first visit on his first birthday. So that was special. Uh, you get a lot of good time. The time, no, again, more time keeps there. 
Disney's full of stuff like that where you look at it and remember when it happened and all that sappy stuff. How about the phone in the old fashioned phone inside of main the Main Street hat shop? So there's an old fashioned phone, and if you pick it up, there is a conversation going on between it sounds like maybe a mother and daughter or something are having a conversation. I did not know that. I need to do that too. Um, this is visible to people when they're there, but I watch so many people pass by this and I cannot get enough. And that's Walt Disney presents in Hollywood studios. It doesn't matter when I go in there. I always find something new that I learned about Walt when I was there. And I've been to Marceline twice and um, there's just, you can always learn something about him. And he's just, he just was such an amazing man. And I just wish that I could meet him. I know that's totally crazy. No, it's not. I, you know, just for a second. You know how people say sometimes, if you could meet somebody, who would it be? And a lot Mm -hmm. of people say they're family members. And it's nothing against my family members, but I knew my family members. I didn't know Walt personally, but I feel like I do. And I would like to know if that feels the same. But yeah, Walt Disney Presents, go in there and spend some time and watch that video. That 20-minute video is amazing to me. I love that 20-minute video. All right, here's one. If you have kids, especially I've never actually done this one, but I've heard about it before. Um, there are 10 hidden Pascals, the little lizard, inside the bathroom, the tangled bathrooms. I heard that too. The last time that I was there, this which was in June, it was hotter than Hades and there was in that bathroom and there's no way that I was counting lizards. <laughs> it was do your thing and go, but supposedly there are 10. Yeah, I think there's nine or ten. That's I'm on my list. Look for all the Pascals by the bathrooms. That are little creek area when you're walking down from Fantasyland into right by Haunted Mansion. There's a bunch of them in there. That's a great one. Uh, and in that same area, go over and try to pull a sword out of the stone. Like that's yes. like that's a rite of passage. So now I have to tell you some sad news because they're taking that away. I heard what? that today. It came out today. I tried and tried to get Steve to do it this time. Um, because we have pictures of him from, you know, times in the past, like when Joey was really little. I knew Joey wasn't going to do it, but maybe Steve would. But there was a line and he was like, I'll do it in December. I was like, OK. And then I heard that today. I, I'm looking for to see if they say a reason. That's lame. I'm not saying it's not. That's like we're going to get rid of Dumbo. <laughs> that I don't think is going to happen. Well, I don't like that news. That's that's boohoo news. I know. Oh, this is Hong Kong. We have nothing to worry about. Okay, good. Oh, no, it is. A new Dreammaker statue will be replacing the iconic Disney Park feature sometime in the near future, similar to the statue we see at Epcot in Walt Disney World. This shocking news was revealed on an Instagram account earlier today. We are unsure of how long this experience will last at the resort, but we can assume it won't be there for much longer. We have to say we're incredibly disappointed to hear the news of Disney removing this iconic theme park experience. Oh, and it says from Hong Kong. So it's their Disney World, not ours. They call that Disney World, even though it's Hong Kong Disneyland. That's so confusing. Well, that's good to know. I'm glad the one in Florida is staying. Yes. I have a really cool one that I found like just before we got on that I had no idea about. I've seen this, but I had no idea about the history. In the Hall of Presidents in Magic Kingdom, there is a carpeted area that is circular and it's roped off and it has um, the Great Seal of the United States. Mm -hmm. 
they had to go through several congressional hearings to get permission because that is only one of three perfect great seals of the United States that exist. Wow. One is in the White House. One is in the building that houses the Liberty Bell, the original Liberty Bell, Uh and then the one at Disneyland. Weird. That's crazy. You're kind of out of the way thing to do, but if you can get yourself over to Animal Kingdom Lodge in the evenings, I don't know if they still do it, but they have a night vision. Mm -hmm. You can look out on a safari with the night vision. It was still listed in our room. Oh, nice. Yeah, I I did that before, and that was pretty cool. Even though we didn't see any animals, I I just liked having on the night goggles. It was was fun. Yeah, and that doesn't cost anything. Uh, Rebecca talked about talking to the people were there. He talked about the night goggles. They also... When If you're going over there, they have patios off the main lobbies of the Jumbo House and Kidani Villa, and you can sit in rocking chairs and just sit there and watch the animals from there, even if you're not a person that's staying there. And so I encourage you to do that because that's what we used to do prior to staying there for sure. Um, this is something that I heard on Kyle's thing this week, Matt, was that you can go certain times of the day. I don't want to misquote the time and get a tour of the Wilderness Lodge and hear about its history of it. That'd be awesome. He stayed there in the club level this week, um, which is funny because Steph stayed there before he did in the club level, that is. He was just saying it's a neat little tour to give some historic perspective to that resort. And I know you know the guy's name. It's the same guy that did Animal Kingdom, right? Joe Rohde? Yep. Yeah. He also is the guy that helped design where we're staying, which is... The Grand Californian, it's a cross, but they said cross between Grand Floridian and Wilderness Lodge, which I'm going to have to see because I can't even picture those two merging, but. Like that artistic California vibe. I don't know, but yeah. Mini golf, that's a good one that most people always overlook. I've played all the courses and the Winter Summerland is by far one of the best mini golf courses I've ever played. So Winter Summerland is, where is that one located? That's the one over that you have to like jog over to Typhoon Lagoon and walk over to. Okay. The other one is over by Coronado Springs area. Oh, I thought Fantasia was the one that's between Swan and Dolphin and the new Swan Reserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because uh, we might do that in October because we're going to get there. It was cheaper to fly one day and stay in in a, a value resort than it was for us to wait and fly on Saturday. So I just booked us a one night stay in a value resort and then we'll transfer over to Coronado Destino Tower. So this is the one that Brad said, which I, Brad, please don't think something's wrong with this if you're listening, which I know you are. Um, but Brad suggested hoopty do review because he said, I feel like it's an underrated thing. Like people don't talk enough about it. And because it is a show and the food you get to take a little boat ride over to the wilderness um, campground area. And he said, if you don't know about it or you don't have an agent to tell you about it, you might not think to go there. So, yeah, it's definitely not underrated. I mean, it's, I it's the longest running stage show in history. Yeah. I mean, it's been there forever. I just mean, I don't think people talk it up enough. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, because then it wouldn't be impossible to get into. Well, that's and sometimes it is, depending on what time of year it is. But, yeah, it's just, like, corny. Um, If you have a Six Flags, it's kind of not exactly like a saloon show, but the same type of feel. And then they have delicious fried chicken and barbecued ribs. Their dessert is strawberry shortcake. Yeah, so you 
definitely that is something that I feel like not a lot of people know about that you definitely need to take apart. Well, that's, and since we're over at Fort Wilderness Campgrounds, I've got a bunch from there. Okay. Seasonal golf cart parades. Oh, yeah. Our next level, like campfire sing-along. Uh, you can fish at Fort Wilderness Campgrounds as well. They have a couple of little fishing ponds. You can rent fishing poles so you don't have to bring stuff. And the Tricircle D Ranch. I mean, there is, I was just looking at the cabins the other day for another Disney World trip. Because I'm like, man, that place is so underrated in itself. Just renting a golf cart for an hour and driving around there. You're right. like, this place mm-hmm. is, is, is epic. But that sing-along looks awesome. And like I said, those golf cart parades, you can YouTube them. And they're like 45-minute long videos. And people spend days decorating their golf cart. And that's that's something you don't see much anywhere. Uh, also, I'm going to pick back off that and say that she could go over to the wilderness campground and look at all the blow-ups. Like rent the golf cart mm-hmm. and go around and look at all the blow-ups. People, It's insane. The one I saw uh, when Tim Tracker went there. I was like, where's the RV? You couldn't see it for all the blow ups. Yeah. And if you're, especially being down in November, you're going to get all the Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you could see the Christmas golf cart parade as well. That would be so worth an afternoon to do. Mm-hmm. Does Wilderness still do the s'mores with Chip and Dale? I know yeah. that they used to. I thought so. Yeah. That's at the, at the, at the sing along and they sing some songs. And then I think they watch a movie after all that. That's another thing is. The movies, I don't think that people always take advantage of that at the resorts, but that's a really cool thing is even if you've seen the movie, go down there with your kids and you get yep. to watch it with people from all over the place. Um, I saw some kids playing with other kids that they that they had just met while they were watching this movie and they were singing along and talking through the movie and stuff. And uh, so cute. I think what mm-hmm. a great thing. And a lot of times those movies are right by the pool. So if, you know, depending on your day, if say you like, like our last trip, we did things way different than we ever have. So we had like more pool time in the evenings and the kids can swim. You can sit there, watch the movie, watch the kids. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a pretty fun experience. And everyone's just so obsessed with being in the park, which I get. But there's a lot of other things to do. Uh, the hot air balloon at downtown uh, Disney Springs used to be called Characters in Flight. Now I think it's called like the Aerophile or something. That's fun. Like if you're not afraid of heights, that's a, a unique experience. We saw somebody get on there to get married. Nice. It was um the people it was it was obviously a big wedding party. I don't know how many people they hold, but it had like the bride, the groom, and the people that were standing up for them and each of their parents. I know for sure we saw them get on. That was pretty cool. That's very cool. I know they do s'mores also at Art of Animation as well. Mm-hmm. And that is a really cool thing, I think. I know it's not everybody's thing, but um, you talked about going to resorts, Rebecca, go to the art of animation and all the cool, humongous yes. um, character icon things that they have all over the place. Take pictures of those. Take funny pictures of those. I mean, take just regular ones or do family ones or funny. Yep. You know, we had a blast doing that with just my friends, girls, moms. We also like to do the loop. It's a long loop, but to do um, art of animation and pop because yes, pop, pop has all of the signs for all the decades and you yes. see, you know, all the different things. Exactly. That was, that was what I was going next. So, yes. Yeah. So definitely that is something I'm sure this is on Matt's list. So if I, it is, you can talk more to it, but there are hidden Mickey's everywhere. There are books that you can buy. But yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. If you're looking for something fun to do as a family or you want to challenge each other, I feel like that would be a good challenge. 
Hey, you want to get in arguments over if it's really hidden or not? <laughs> That's what we do. All my littlest is always like, there's a hidden Mickey. I'm like, bro, you can see it in plain sight. <laughs> That's, what, That's what Kaylee says to Joey. Joey goes, a hidden Mickey. She's like, that's not hidden. It's right there. Has to be placed by an Imagineer and per, on purpose, yada, yada. We always <laughs> we always go to the best one, in my opinion, which is the one in Adventureland over by the Acrobar there that's like hidden, a little jewel. That's the best hidden Mickey that I've ever seen. I'm going to go look for that, but I'm not there till October. <laughs> so. Epcot, over to Epcot. Let's head over to Epcot. Dive Quest. You can scuba dive. Mm-hmm. Yes. If, if you're certified, that's, you want to talk about something unique to do, like, What'd you do? I went scuba diving at Epcot. What'd you do? I had a parent do that when we were there in October. That's cool. That was the neatest thing because, okay, the dad was going scuba diving. The mom, of course, knew, but the kids did not know. So (laughs) she strategically had them at the aquarium and all of a sudden dad's waving at them from inside the aquarium. Oh, I forgot you did that trip report with me. So you knew that. Yeah, I thought that was the neatest thing. That's fun. It's kind of like uh, when you watched it on Full House. I always wished I could go and somebody would be in there. I would know and I could wave at them. Because <laughs> I'm a dork so, like that. So while we're at Epcot, how about the gardens behind the English Pavilion? Yes. Yeah, those are nice. They're very quiet. It's just kind of a nice place to go and kind of decompress for a few minutes before you go back out into the hustle and bustle. Sometimes they ha- have the pictures with Alice in Wonderland or Mary Poppins back there. So when we were there in June, between would have been right next to the English Pavilion in this little alleyway, there were all of these characters. Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh was back there. Um, Tigger was back there. Geppetto was back there. There were like five or six and there were no lines. Because wow. I don't think anybody realized they were there. Yeah, we we kept seeing them. We were just there a couple weeks ago. Uh, when you're like at the back of World Showcase and you're going to go left to leave to the Skyliner, they're all like hanging out there, mm-hmm. just like Disneyland style. And I'm yes. like, all right, this is cool. I'm down with this. Mm-hmm. I think Belle was walking around too because I'm like, well, Belle's just chilling. Like, I had never seen Geppetto, so that was really cool. I bet I would like to see him too. I saw him in the parade. We kept seeing the characters in weird spots, like Hollywood Studios. We saw Max and Goofy, and they just came out of left field, and then we're over New York streets area. Well, when we were in Star Wars, walking through Star Wars, um, all of a sudden I heard, excuse me, and I turned around, and the Mandalorian was coming through behind us with baby <laughs> Yoda in his little pouch. I was like, how cool. Um, you definitely need to venture into the Japanese store. It's not like a necessarily a hidden thing but it is very unique there are some things in there that you wouldn't see anywhere else i like the little thing what is it that you pick a pearl or something yep yeah the pearl thing we were we spent a little uh my oldest loves japan like he's my 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 mom told me you learn japanese i'll take you to japan so he's like obsessed with it <laughs> we were all over there for a while yeah they got to pick the pearl thing all sorts of cool like anime stuff which is like what he likes uh, that, that that whole area is beautiful. That architecture is next level. And the drummers were going like it was just an epic whole trip was epic. Kaylee loves to go back there, though, to see the new treats. And I think the is it Moshi or Mushi? I don't know. It's these little like jelly bite things. And the, every time we go, there seems to be a new flavor and she has to try it. It's just fun to see other cultures and the things that 
they have in their stores. And so, and that doesn't cost anything to do that. You don't have to buy anything. You can just look, but you have the opportunity to, if you want to. And um, I talked about this on my trip report, but I feel like I need to say it again. This does cost money and it's not unique, but people, you have got to go to the joy of tea and get the hibiscus tea, hibiscus boba tea, delicious. Oh my gosh. So refreshing. And you can get it in an adult beverage, but I was was making my way around the world showcase, being an idiot, taking pictures. I know people were like, what is this woman doing? But um, <laughs> they weren't thinking that. They were they're, they're, they're too busy taking pictures too. <laughs> it was funny because this I took several pictures while I was going through there. I don't even think I told Brad and Kaylee that. Um, there were people and I could tell they wanted a picture, but they were trying either trying to get a selfie or they would do a couple and then a couple other people would... And I would be like, you want me to take your picture? And then they're like, do you want yours? I'm like, nope, I'm good. Thanks. And then I keep trucking through. I'm like, I'm a scrapbooker. It's okay. I love doing this stuff. And uh, But the one, there was one photographer in Italy and I felt sorry for her. There were all these people taking pictures, but nobody wanted her to take the picture. And I'm like, I'll take my picture. And she's like, okay. And so I have this whole line of different poses that she had me do in Italy, which was really funny. That is actually something fun to do too with your family. So I have not done this one, but I have heard that if you stand right in the middle of the Chinese temple and you say any word that the walls are so acoustically perfect in the Chinese temple that you'll hear your voice come back to you over everybody else's. Oh, that's cool. Super cool. Like I said, I've never done it. Let's uh, head back to Magic Kingdom. I got a couple of good ones. The Pirates League. That's like if you're heading towards Frontierland, leaving Adventureland, it's on the left-hand side. There's a little kiosk. You get like a little map, and they got a bunch of little adventures you can go around and do and are interactive with your magic band, and things light up and smoke and skulls chatter at you. Very cool. That's a fun thing to do, especially if you got boys. They love that stuff. Uh, signing the Blue Fairy Book in Pinocchio yep. Village House. That's a that's a fun one. Like that, they, they, The name stays in there for forever. And I've never done that. We've eaten there. Now you know. I love... All the things that are hidden around the uh, the queue for Haunted Mansion. The wedding ring that's in the pavement. And then just reading the tombstones. Um, there's several mysteries that you can kind of solve as you walk through if you read every tombstone. Yeah, like the, all the riddles with the siblings. Mm-hmm. Misdeeds. When they first redid that queue, I was not a fan of it. But the more I walk through it, the more I love it. And then at the pet cemetery on the way out, w- one of the tombstones is actually a tombstone for Mr. Toad's wild ride. I know. Yep. I did know that one. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. If you if, if you have an active family or you like doing outdoorsy stuff, foot golf over at Oak Trail Golf Course. That's something like maybe like once a year I'll go play golf just for to say I did it because it's kind of fun and infuriating. But foot golf looks awesome. That does sound fun. Yeah. And where do you play foot golf? Uh, this is something that was on my list, but I just did, but I will do again because my daughter will want me to, is that I go to Trader Sam's at the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have young children or they're younger than 21, you have to go before eight o'clock. But it was just such a neat experience. I don't know what I thought. And I know that Kyle's made plenty of videos in there before, Matt, but it was way cooler than what I remembered from when he was in there. I don't know if he just didn't cover the right stuff or he was afraid to ruin it for people. I'm not sure which, but um, we really did have a good time. Although as Brad said on the trip report, he didn't um, enjoy the person that was sitting next to our group. 
I thought he was funny, but again, I'm an extrovert. So I'm going to think more things are funny than he did. And I felt bad that he was really uncomfortable. I had no clue because he was laughing. So I thought he was just enjoying that goofball too. Nervous laughter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, that, that That's high on our list because we're huge tiki people and we go to like all the tiki bars that are like outside mm-hmm. Chicago and nothing's as cool as a Trader Sam's. Also, I'm going to go back to Animal Kingdom for a second. They have all those tours that you can do animal tours like the ele- the giants, a tour of the giants or something. And that's all about elephants. Mm-hmm. They have one for monkeys. What? There's another one, though, too, right? Yeah, uh, you have to be, I think, 12 or 14 to do an animal trek where you can go back behind the scenes, feed hippos, walk over. Like if you're on a safari and you're looking at the gators, you see all these bridges all over the place. And you, those are the bridges you cross on that trek. I think it's called like the wilderness trek, if I'm not mistaken. And it's an additional cost, but I think you have to be 12 or 14 years old to do it. And that is like as, as soon as we can, we'll be doing that. Like that looks. And then at the end of your tour, you get to eat lunch on the savannah in that little circle building that you see on the savannah when you're on the safari. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, that's like a special, special thing. I just want to say while you're in there, if you're not rushing from place to place, I know that's crazy to say that, but really look around at the buildings and the things that are on them. Yeah. Because a lot of times I don't do that. And then I watch this whole um, series, like a history thing on YouTube. And I was like, oh, I'm going to pay attention to that. And it's really cool to read the different things that are on all those buildings, like over in Asia and Africa um, that I might not have done before. How would you ever get through a fraction of what's in there? Like, so well done, Joe Rody. <laughs> so at 5 p.m. on um, back in Magic Kingdom at 5 p.m., they do the flag retreat. Yes. And if you're standing near um, that area, the Dapper Dans sing the Star Spangled Banner, and it's pretty neat to watch them bring down the flag, do the whole folding ceremony and all of that. I agree with that one in Magic Kingdom right in that same area. I didn't realize that you could just stand in a certain spot and that trolley comes by and picks people up and takes them for a ride. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to do that this last trip. I, I kept saying like, we're doing that car. We're doing that car. And of course, we forgot to. Well, you, I know you get there and there's so many things that you want to do. Another restaurant in that area that kind of gets forgotten, which it has kind of mixed reviews, I know, but Tony's yes. Italian restaurant um, in the front, you don't even have to go inside. Lady and the Tramp's footprints are in the um, concrete. I like that restaurant. I don't know why everyone... I do too. Dumps on it, like... I had a bad experience, so I'm, I don't ever encourage people to go there. I know that's terrible, I but... I had bad experiences at McDonald's, and they sell like nine kajillion burgers, like... <laughs> None everything's gonna be perfect every time. I've every time I've eaten there all three times, it's always been good. I'm monorailing now to the Grand Floridian nice. <laughs> we, since we were back in the Magic Kingdom. They have that soap place, and I know that I've seen this on vlogs where you can create your own soap. That place is cool. You can do a candle too. I would do the candle because that would last longer. Well, I just know that 
that night that we were the last ones on the monorail on our trip, which I don't even know if you guys heard my trip report yet, but we were the last four people when we were walking out of the Grand Floridian, Angela was like wanting to stop and we were trying to hurry because we knew we were getting towards the end of the night. And she's like, this place is so cool, but they weren't open. She just was looking at all the soaps and stuff. And Kayla's like, yeah, that's that place that you can make your own soap. But I didn't know you can make your own candle too. Yeah, I read that this week, that you can make your own candle and that they'll help you, like they know certain smells to put together, like if you want it to smell like the orange groves on Soren, or if you want it to smell like Ooh, the cool. pirates of the Caribbean, that they know certain things to put together and get it to smell that way. Matt's going to go get a Haunted Mansion candle. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a pop candle, pop sensor candle. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Animal Kingdom, the smell when you enter in there, Brad, every time we went in, Brad was like... <laughs> Oh my gosh, it smells so good. Yeah. The sensory overload of everywhere mm-hmm. you go in that place. It's I love the way pi- I love the pirates. I love the smell. I do too. What is that stuff though that you told us what it was? Bromine. Yeah. Yep. Well, I love the way it smells. You just need to buy some bromine. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many life smells connected to those parks. Like mm-hmm. you, oh, it smells like Disney plastic merchandise. Like <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what? Also in the Magic Kingdom, if you don't want to pay for your daughter to have um, an experience at Bippity Boppity Boo, not that I'm saying that you shouldn't, but it's very expensive. Um, you can get pixie dusted for free at Sir Mickey's. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> There's a little shop back there behind the um, castle called Sir Mickey's. And if you go in and ask, they will pixie dust you and they just sprinkle pixie dust on your hair. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I went through my list. Me too. I'm done with my list too. I was just trying to think why you guys were saying stuff if I thought of anything else. Yeah, I mean, there's so many like resort things that you could find to do that are unique from resort to resort. I mean, just for instance, at Pop, on certain days, you can make tie-dyes. That's a yes. great yes. yo-yos. Uh, and like I said, that varies from resort to resort. So obviously you would want to look into what your resort's daily activities are. But just like we had a pool day and there was so much to do. Like, yeah. it was crazy, so we went over by that quiet pool, but, like, they were they were jumping over by that pool, big pool, by the hippy-dippy pool. So, yeah, those tie-dyed shirts, I think, I did, don't quote me, it could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that one day a week, they're at every resort. And so we had vacation, was one of our spirit days last Thursday, well, every Thursday during camp is vacation day, so you dress up like your favorite vacation. And so many of our kids wore tie-dyed Mickey shirts. Nice. And um, I was like, what? And some of them were our students from our school because all 10 schools in the district go to this camp. You know, it's a lottery and they get picked. And I was like, you guys didn't bring me one back? And they're like, we're sorry. We'll bring you one back next time. I'm like, I'm just kidding. I totally said I'm going to do it next time because every time I see a kid come back with one of those, I'm like, should have did that. But it's really reasonable and they're super cute. You design them for your colors. They're like, they let you pick your colors for what you want and it was just a really cool experience well sarah i hope this helps if not or if you were wanting something else please feel free to text me again and we will try to meet your needs this was really fun for me guys because um i don't always know what we're gonna do like like i said this next time we're gonna get there a day earlier than originally planned so now we have a day to play with which will be fun so who knows what adventures we will do if it's not too hot. I really would like to go over and play mini golf. Yeah. Well, my, my husband, Steve, doesn't know it. But now that when we go in December, we're now going to the uh, wilderness campground to see the <laughs> parade of golf carts. 
<laughs> That's funny. Well, thank you guys for coming on and helping me. And thank you listeners for listening. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, text Rebecca, Vicki, or me, Matt, at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our Facebook page at The Mousecapades Podcast. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and more podcasts. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Second star to the right. Hurry back. Have a magical day, my friends. So here is a riddle to guess if you can sing the bells of Notre Dame. What makes a monster and what makes a man? Whatever that pitch, you can feel them bewitch you, the rich and the ritual bells.